Last time on Adequately Advanced Magic. One of them says levitate. Another one says enlarge, reduce. You take a closer look here, here, and you see the transparent edges of a gelatinous cube. All right, so I slash, 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 and then it just kind of like Quentin Tarantino movie. I don't know where like you slash, 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 it just kind of slides off because it's so clean. Almost immediately, you actually bump into Audrey. That is a comically large backpack. Y'all want to run that enlarge reduce, right? If y'all just want to head back, I'll, I'll meet you guys up there and we can figure it out. Sounds good. On the way back, you do pass James again and the, the job wall. The job board is actually mostly the same. It has that same wanted poster from before. It does have a new posting from Hortense, though. More killer mushrooms? 150 gold for assistance removing a mouse from apartment. See Hortense in apartment 2305. Alright, I need to do a long rest before we do anything like that, but yes. Welcome to Falcon's Reach, a city in which magic is technology. You're listening to Adequately Advanced Magic. The three of you guys wake up. Oh, okay. How is it? Is it like morning, mid morning, or? Yeah, it's morning. We did. We want to talk to Audrey first, or then, or do the Hortense thing. I guess we should talk to Audrey first. If it's if she's around. Yeah, we need to to look at our message from the impossibly tiny fingered. Rabbit. Jack also asked the other. Do you think we can trust her? I mean, she's helping us out for now. We don't need to tell her anything. So, is there a way that we can? We can read the message and she doesn't read it for us? Yeah, she's going to help activate the Magitech to look at it, but she doesn't have to see it. If she tries to read it, we have to stop her. Murder. <laughs> Jack's like, once it's fixed, fucking kill her. <laughs> well, y'all do a perception check. Eight. Nineteen. One. Jack, you hear some snoring come from Audrey's side. Hey guys, I think I think she's still sleeping. She's a snorer. <laughs> That's the true crime here. <laughs> Probably shouldn't wake her up, right? Maybe not. Do you want to go see Hortense and then we can come back? Can we just wait till she wakes up? Maybe get some breakfast. Maybe get some food. We find something to eat and then we go to Hortense's. Yeah, okay. The three of you arrive at Hortense's apartment. Alright. Y'all ready for this? I knock on the door. You knock on the door from inside, you hear a voice go, I am coming. Just give me a second here. Two minutes later, <laughs> the door opens. Oh, jeez. Ah, uh, it's you boys again. We heard you have a mouse problem? Yes, there's a mouse that keeps running around during the night. Could you please take care of it? We will do our best. Where Can you tell us where it's been running around? Do you have anything? Uh, it's all over the apartment. It shows up in one room and then appears in another room. 
Have you All have right. you tried a trap? Yes, but this one's this one's a smart boy. Can't wait to be outsmarted by this mouse. Anyways, please come in. Alright. Yeah, he, he invites you into the apartment. Alright. Uh, into the living room. There's a hallway that leads from the living room, which is where that closet was located. The mushroom closet. Yeah. There's also two doorways at the end of the hallway. Hortense is like, let me give you a tour. Hortense leads you down the hallway Facing the mushroom closet, to the left is a kitchen, and to the right is a bedroom. Inside the bedroom, there's also another hallway that leads to another room that he shows to you, and it is... It's sort of a weird room when the three of you enter. All along the walls of this room are a multitude of wooden staffs that Hortense has collected over his many years. At least one of them looks like a plank. He sees you guys looking and he's like, Ah, yes, that plank. There's this one time that I fought some underground pirates. Underground pirates? It was very intense. I took this plank from their ship. Interesting. All right, everybody do a dexterity saving throw. Uh oh, he's. Could be a nine for Niklaus. Seven for Six Herkier. for Jack. Good lord. Suddenly from behind you guys, you see some movement. There is a giant rat about the size of a capybara. It runs from one hole in the room and outside back into the hallway and then into another hole. It scares the shit out of you guys. Ah! What the hell is that? Hortense looks unperturbed. He says, that's, that's the mouse. That was a giant rat. What? Back back in my day, the mice were all that size. Oh, jeez. Wow. Okay. Did we see where it went, went to? It just went into, like, another hole. How big is this hole? Surprisingly large. you think he would have plugged that up by now. The <laughs> 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 Nicholas crouches down to look into the hole. The hole follows the wall, and go ahead and do a intelligence check. See, it's gonna be nine. Yeah, you figure it probably just leads to some other part of the apartment. How many holes are there, Hortense? Oh, I don't know. I can't see that well nowadays. Otherwise, I probably would have plugged it up. Fair enough. I guess we should look for more of these holes so uh, we can formulate a plan to get this thing. Yeah, let's do it. Can we look around, Hortense? Yes, of course. Should we try to lure it out with food? If it's running around all these holes, we sort of need to get a sense of where the holes are, where it could come in and out. If it's smart, we're going to need more than uh, just food to get it. Yeah, let's try and find some of these holes. So I guess we go searching for holes. Yeah, you guys find a pretty decent number of holes throughout the apartment. There's basically one in each room of the house. So there's one in Hortense's wood staff room. There's another one in the kitchen. There's actually one in the mushroom closet as well. One in the living room and also one in the bedroom. Okay, so there's the staff room, the kitchen, the closet, the living room? Yep. And the bedroom? Yep. Well, that's five holes. Should we try boarding all but one of them up? Yeah, maybe with the plank. Uh, we need more than one plank to board up five holes if they're 
reasonably large holes, which it sounds like they are. Oh yeah, it's that's a giant true. They're, rat. Big, they're big holes. Yeah, it's it's not a mouse. It's a giant rat. Well, how how about this? Maybe if we can board up all the holes, all can the we just like one. and then can we set a trap for it when it when it does get to that hole? I don't know. Like the trap will be us. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Is there anything we can board up the holes with? I mean, is there any s- scrap wood that any of us may have seen while we were uh, oot in a boot? <laughs> there is some scrap wood down on the street. Okay. Hortense also Hortense uses an archaic wood slash coal fired stove. Oh, that is archaic. He does have some firewood sitting around. Where he gets it from is really who knows. It's a mystery. For another time. Is there enough for that firewood to uh, block the holes for us? Yeah. Okay. I will. I will try to use mending. So I put. I put a, a board up, kind of wedged in the hole, and then I try casting mending to see if it will like combine the plank with the wall. So what Hortense has is firewood. It's not like planks. So it's like a, a wood wall from a lot from like a. <laughs> a firewood piece. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if it will work like that. So I will try. Yeah, you give it a shot, and it doesn't work because it. If you had, it, it would work if you had the original plank, like right. the piece of plank that was like broken. Mm-hmm. The the firewood was not originally part of the object. Well, that's inconvenient. Well, we can still use the firewood to to block it up. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the plan. All right, let's do it. Yep. The three of you grab Hortense's firewood and then just jam them in front of the holes. Is Basically, that correct? I mean, yeah. more or less, yeah. <laughs> All right. Do you do, which holes do you block? Which room had sort of the most room to? Uh, I mean, what do you think, guys? In terms of well, kitchen probably is like. Do we want a tight space or a larger space? Uh, we could, what about the uh, the mushroom room? Yeah, the, the closet. closet. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that, we're gonna do the least amount of damage in there, probably. <laughs> all right, the three of you block all of the holes that you have found, except for the one in the mushroom closet. <laughs> Are the mushroom remains still there? No, it's been it's been cleaned up. The lack of the mushrooms actually reveal a small book collection. What do you guys do now? Uh, we need something to entice the rat. Try smoking it out. Make make a fire in Hortense's house. Yep. I don't think we want to accidentally burn down the. Well, I mean, you can put. He's got to have like a pot. You put the firewood in the pot. You burn the pot. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Burn the burn burn the wood in the pot, and then it the smoke goes into the the hole, and then over time the rat cubby areas will fill with smoke until it comes running out. Sounds, like Sounds a good to me. Hortense. Yes. He's sitting in the living room. Do you have a large cooking pot that we can use in your kitchen? Yes, it's underneath the prestidigitation sink. Uh, I proceed to the kitchen and look under the sink. Yeah, there's a pretty sizable pot in there. It's like, this is a large pot, Hortense. Do Do you cook a lot? Yes, back in the day, I used to make all sorts of stews. From the bodies of my enemies. What? That's a little. That's a little grim. Um, but this <laughs> pot will do nicely. And I like carry it back to the small closet. It's mm-hmm. quite heavy because I'm very weak. I'll come <laughs> help you. 
<laughs> don't we want? I mean, don't we want? Yeah, I guess. Just gotta light the the firewood on fire. But if we if we light if we light it in front in the closet, then it's, it's in just the, gonna, we. You, you kind of like put it so it's like sort of sort of in the hole, and then the smoke goes into the hole. That's the idea. But then the only open hole is in the closet, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wouldn't it just run away from the smoke and try and break down some of the walls, some of the log walls? But we we had such sturdy construction. Okay. How could okay. it ever? How could it ever break through our hastily erected well, barricades? Well, I guess it's like what if if we smoke it out? Like why don't we just like put the smoke in and then like block off the closet wall and then it'll just slowly suffocate, right? That that could also work. But then we don't know. It will definitely try to. It, oh, we don't if, know. Yeah, we need to. We, we don't know. Focus. And then also, if it has a way to escape, it will do that instead of breaking down another wall in a different okay. room. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's do it. It's Sun Tzu's art of war. You have to leave your enemy a, a, <laughs> a way to escape. Otherwise, you know they'll fight to the last. All right. All right. Sounds good. All right. So who's doing the actual lighting of the fire? Kind of. I kind of look at. I can Kirk do it. Here. <laughs> All right, here, here. Go ahead and do a survival check. Use my survival. Thirteen. Yeah, you're able to get the fire started and redirect the smoke into this hole in the wall. What does it look like? I got sort of like a like a, another a pan I saw in the kitchen, and I've sort of blocked off sort of the back, so it's pushing the the smoke is pushing in. And then I can like blow on it a little bit to push smoke into the uh, into the hole. Nice, such such survival. <laughs> the, uh, this is what I went to druid school for. Th- this is this is the part where I have to say, "Don't try this at home, kids." <laughs> the the smoke continues to flow into the hole of the mushroom closet, and then suddenly you hear some scurrying, and then also a big banging noise in the kitchen. Jack, you want to check that out just Jack, in case he breaks through? Jack runs through the kitchen, pulls out his swords, and stands ready behind the the wall, the wood wall. <laughs> Nikos right. stands ready in the mushroom. He readies Ray of Frost for when he sees furry feet. Mm-hmm. The mouse is apparently unable to break through into the kitchen, and it's going to head to the... Uh, you hear some scurrying, and then you hear it head towards the bedroom. Jack, Jack runs to the bedroom. <laughs> uh, you dramatically run to the bedroom. You hear some scratching noises here. It also can't break out of your shitty firewood walls. <laughs> awesome. I think awesome. Yeah, flying buttresses. <laughs> <laughs> and you hear the scurrying head towards the wood staff room. Guys, I think it's going to the Woodstaff room. Okay. Jack runs, uh, Jack runs over there, too. Yeah, it's it's like all shaky cam when you run. <laughs> it's super dramatic. You head towards uh, Hortense's Woodstaff room. You hear some desperate scratching noises, but once again, the rat fails to break out. And then you hear it scurrying back towards the mushroom closet. Jack says, I think it's coming to you we're, guys. We're ready. We think we're ready. Hugh Kier and Niklaus... Do a dexterity check. Oh boy. It's gonna be a five. Fifteen for, for her here. Mm-hmm. The rat suddenly bursts out from the mushroom closet. Niklaus, you're completely unprepared. Utterly unprepared. Ah! Here, here, you're ready though. 
Okay. All right. I cast Poison Spray, and he needs to make a Constitution saving throw. He rolls a nat one. Oh, he does yeah. not succeed. He takes 1d12 poison damage. 10 points of poison damage. Oh yeah, the, the giant rat explodes. Do you want to describe it for us? Herc here for all your rodent extermination needs. The rat bursts through, comes through the hole. Herc here simply extends his hand. A puff of poisonous gas shoots forth into the face of the rat, which squeals and curls up into a ball and dies. Yes, the, the rat thinks of its family before it dies. <laughs> so these things are, are like, they've got characters and personalities that things were killing. Nah. It was a rat. Did the cube <laughs> Did the cube have a family too? In an apartment. The, the, the cube had dreams of having a family. Oh. It, it, was, it was one week away from retirement. <laughs> <laughs> so was Ernest. <laughs> the, the giant rat dies. I grab uh, it by the, the tail. Nikos hurriedly goes to put the firewood out. Yeah, you you just do it. Got the rat, Hortense. Oh my, you did get it. Hercure is carrying it like this is definitely not the first rat he's killed. <laughs> the first giant rat. Or even the first giant rat. All right, well, thank you. Thank you guys for coming again. Let me grab your pay. By the way, I do know there's like a shopkeeper down on the street, some lady who 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 might want to buy that. Who might want to buy that? The the roasted special of the day, the uh, grilled mystery meat, I assume. But but you just use poisonous gas on it. Should people be eating that? I don't know that the poisonous gas infiltrated its its flesh, but we don't right. have to sell the I, I, corpse of this giant rat. We can get rid of I, I it think, anymore. I think once you cook it should neutralize the poison. It just adds a little tang. It's fine. All right, all right, all right. Hortense returns with the 150 gold that he promised, and he hands it over to you guys. Uh, he also says, Oh, Mike, did you did you get more muscles, my dear boy? Uh... He looks at his arm. <laughs> Who's he talking to? He's talking to you. Oh, Jack? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, so Jack responds, uh, I don't know. I don't look at my muscles every day, but if you say so. I, I, I feel like you guys are special. What makes you say that? Well, it seems like you're very good at stabbing things. We've become very this good one, at eliminating pests in your apartment, that is for sure. This one over here, he can speak to the spirits of nature. I can feel it. And this one, he has potential inside him that's nice so okay well i've got a question what what were all those staffs in your room oh those are just things i've collected from my days of adventuring anything way useful? back in the day yes they're all useful they're all wooden staffs the amazing things that you can do with a stick a big <laughs> stick yeah indeed yes you can hit people you can block doors. You can build a tent. Indeed. Well, so many things. Let us know if you need anything else. We're, we're happy yes, to help. Yes, of course. Do we go? Do we just head, up, head back up? Yeah. Uh, the three of you head back out. 150 gold richer. Yeah. 
Uh, here's how we're going to do this leveling up. You're going okay. to somehow interpret Hortense's musings about sticks into developing whatever new skills that you're getting. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so who who wants to go first? Yeah, sure. So this is like Jack's interior thought process, basically? Yep. All right. So so Jack Jack was, you know, listening to Hortense talk about sticks and uh and how he used to be an adventurer and then also how he used to cook his enemies and eat them. <laughs> and so Jack was like, Whoa, this this guy's this guy's really intense. And uh, you know, he may not he may not be able to do too much now and he may not be able to see, but he definitely he definitely made the most of his life when he was young and uh I think I want to do that too. I really want to, you know, go beyond just bringing back a paycheck. I want to. I want to fight monsters. I don't want to eat them, but I want to. I want to fight evil too. I think that's that's really inspired me, and I want to be a a champion, kind of really using these gifted heavy muscles to uh, to do good in this world. So I'm. Uh, I think I want to be. I want to be like a champion fighter. Yep. You level up. Sweet. The leveling up music plays in the background. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> the Pokemon one? <laughs> so hearing uh, Hortense talk about his room of, room of staffs and all of the many, many varied uses that he had for them makes Niklaus think about the, the different ways he could vary his own spells kind of uh, at a meta level. Maybe being able to cast it twice in a row or at a... Ooh further range or without harming his friends and he'll have to spend some time to see which of those he, he wants to dedicate some time looking into but he, he knows that the options are now more than he ever thought they would be all right jeremiah the stats discussed by hortense and the burnings that occurred during this this session brought came together in in Hercure's mind and uh, he grasps some new concepts about fire and burning, acquiring some new spells along those those uh, wavelengths. In the meantime, the three of you guys head out from Hortense's apartment, and there appears to be some sort of commotion going on outside. As you reach the ground floor and back into the alleyway, you see for the first time there's a couple of of police officers here and they are arresting audrey for whatever reason what james looks very upset and he's yelling at the police officers uh meanwhile audrey just looks like she just woke up I, uh, niklaus rushes over the uh the three police officers are there are two human police officers and a dwarf police officer james is arguing with the dwarf uh he's basically saying uh he's like you keep you you can't you can't arrest that you can't arrest her for that. Everybody does that here. You'd have to arrest the the entire district. The dwarf just shrugs. Uh, he says, "Orders are orders, man. Can't help you out." They put Audrey into a police vehicle, which begins to float off the ground, and then with a big gust of wind, they drive off. James, what what's happened? Oh man, guys, they, they said they needed to arrest Audrey because she gets those Magitech out of those abandoned appliances. Apparently there's a law against that, but no one ever enforces it, especially out here. Hmm, where are they taking her? Well, there's a police substation not too far from here. That's probably where they're taking her. Oh man, guys, I'm, I'm real worried. 
What do you think they're going to do? They're just Is it like a fine? Well, if they came out here, they were specifically looking for her. You see, I heard Audrey used to work for one of the big companies as a chief engineer, or that's that's what I heard at least. I wonder how she ended up over here. Question for us all. Well, I turned to the, the rest of the group and I'm like, well, did you guys want to do something about this? I mean, she did we have to save us from yes, that, I agree. that building we fell in. We also need her help with the Magitech, Magitite crystal. Can we well, break her well, out? James, yeah. I mean, I don't want to cause any type of trouble for you, but um, if you could tell us where this substation was and, you know, how many officers are usually there. It's it's sort of a surprise that there are any police officers around here anyways. They don't usually come into the west of area, do they? Yeah, they don't. they don't usually come out this far. The, the substation isn't too far from here. Let me mark it on your map. Woo-hoo. He marks it on your map. <laughs> Is there anyone else here you think would you uh, want to help us get Audrey out of that place? Well, we can't exactly do anything. It's the it's the police, you know. Is there no lawyer or lawyer company? Go ahead and do a go ahead and do a history check. This is a nine. In your eyes, Jack. Lawyers are for rich people. <laughs> there are law offices, and they're actually predominantly run by tieflings. But they're also mostly located in the inner city. They are not for our kind of people. I see. I see. Jack also asks, so James, do you think you or anybody else wants to help get Audrey out? Uh, I mean, uh, we want to. She basically helps us keep the entire neighborhood running but we can't outright do anything if you know what i mean it's up to us guys let's go let's head off do we need more food (laughs) (laughs) well should we take a look at audrey's magitech i'm sure she'd be okay with us using it if it's to get her out of there true we could uh head up and see if there's anything that we could make use of on the other hand if we're going to try and break her out we probably need to do it before she gets moved from that substation if that's going to happen so we've got to be quick about it this might be a time critical do you think they'll uh move her right away james or do you think they'll just well these these police substations they're usually just for show if you're a police officer and you get posted there that means you've probably done fucked up at some point and they don't they don't usually come out here that often so i feel like you you might have some time so quick, quick about it so let's let's take a look and see if Audrey, if we can use some of her uh, her her stuff. Yeah, let's just go up to her room and see what she has left there. Maybe, hopefully, the, the police haven't confiscated all of it. The three of you head back to Audrey's apartment. How about everybody roll a perception check? If I have to, it's gonna be eleven. Five. Eighteen. Mm-hmm. Here, here with an eighteen. You realize the police officers didn't even bother trying to confiscate anything. Is there anything sort of in my ears in these sort of places that suggests what kind of op this was? Is it sort of, since it's unusual the police were here, does it sound more like someone said, get this woman? Uh, yeah, go ahead and do an insight check. Insight. Thirteen. Yeah, just from the nature of... The police actually showing up here, the fact that they didn't even bother confiscating any of the Magitech, and the fact that they were here for her specifically, you can deduce that some sort of corporate type probably wants her for something. 
Meanwhile, Niklaus, you take a look around and you see on her workbench that she has pulled out a wire and there is a little note for you guys. Oh, I took a look at the, the, the note. And it says, insert Magitech here, press switch. Oh, guys, it looks like she set up the, the Magitite for the enlarge reduce that we had. Awesome, let's do it. Okay, yeah, I can put the, um, the Magitech in and then I get the tiny piece of paper set up on it. Yeah, you point the Magitech at the paper. Do you hit the switch? Yep. Yeah, you hit the switch and the paper doubles in size. I take it over to the magnifying glass lens thing she had before. Yeah. You put the sheet of paper underneath the magnifying glass and you see an address written on it. It's it's still not very clear, but you can make it out now. It says uh, it says 555 Artorias Street, comma, Cantaloon. Is there anything um, else written on it or on the back of it? No, that's it. Just it an address. What was, what was the last part? Cantaloon. Cannelloni? Yeah. Cannoli? Yeah. In any case, you now have the address that Tiger the Rabbit gave you. Tiger, Tiger, burning bright. All right. Well, we have the address, but I think we got to go help Audrey first. Yeah, we got to get her out of there. Do we need to go into the city, like go through the walls? Because I think earlier we had mentioned that it'd be tough because they're probably looking for us. Yeah, we, it, it's inside the, the city district, so. Gotcha. But we need to talk about uh, what we're going to do about Audrey. Yeah. Breaking somebody out of jail seems kind of risky. But she did True. We probably do owe our lives to her, though. That is true. That is true. I don't like having a debt weighing on me like that. We could also use allies. Yeah. And the police are pretty incompetent, right? At least the ones this far out. Yeah. So we... You stand a good shot. So, are we in agreement to free her? Try to, at least. Yeah, I mean, we can get there, take a look, see if there's any options once we get to the station or wherever she's being held, and uh, go from there. Hopefully she's still there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There was, like, a wanted poster for possibly her on the, the job site. Job board, was there? I remember correctly. There was a wanted poster for yeah. somebody, yeah. Yeah, but it was it was someone selling like counterfeit art or something, and it sounded very similar oh, to what yeah. Audrey is doing or was doing. I don't think painting and sculpture are quite the same. <laughs> I don't think this is Audrey under a nom de guerre. But if Audrey has all those metal sculptures, artists maybe talk to each other. <laughs> I <laughs> mean, to art network. <laughs> I'm not gonna oh, discount the possibility. One. Yeah, but yeah, should we go scope out? Yeah, is everyone prepped for what might need to happen? Yes. Everyone's feeling rested. Yes. Yes, I think we're okay. So uh, James gave us like uh, the location for the the police compound, right? Yeah, he he marked it on your map. He just was like, good luck. <laughs> he wasn't, he wasn't going to throw down for this. I can understand that. Shall we go? Unless you guys want to no, do something Let's here. do it. Yeah, let's go. Who knows what experiments they might get up to with her. Yeah. Art experiments. <laughs> the worst kind. <laughs> Hitler was an artist. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, the three of you head down the staircase, and as you exit the building, you see that James and a few other people of the neighborhood are waiting for you, including a halfling with a white beard and white hair. He's carrying some wares on his back. James sees you guys come down, and he says, Hey guys, we we can't go with you, but we wanted to try and help you out a little bit. This this here is Mike. He, he can sell you some stuff at, at discount. What kind of stuff? Mike says, Well, I got lots of stuff. Would you like to take a look? Yes, we'd like to take a look. Alright. So we, we peer into his little crate. <laughs> uh, yeah, you peer into his little crate. He has a variety of Magitech, a little bit of Magitite, some common use items, a couple of weapons, and some ammunition. He also has a very mysterious looking headset. You mean like, what does it look like? It looks like, almost like a Walkman. Hmm. There is something that you can insert into it, but it's not very clear what it is. You've never encountered an item like this. Uh, so Mike, what what's this headset looking thing here? Oh, I don't really know. I found it. Where'd you find it? Ah, I found it in an abandoned apartment, not too far from here. How does it work? What do you do? I don't know. I think you put it on your head. Right. Like these things go on your on your ears, maybe? Did, did you put it on your head? Yeah, but I think you need something else. Oh. Hmm. See, there's like a thing you need to insert in here. Does it look like a, a magi- magitite thing? It doesn't look like it would fit a magitite. It looks like it fits something else. Oh, non-standard port. Well, I don't know about you guys, but I'm, I'm gonna arm up get some weapons so if, if i could get some some gold from the pot i need 24 gold so i want to buy one of the the firebolt module yeah we i mean i'm okay with, with spending that all right okay i'll, I'll deduct it from our well, how much do we have in the pot uh 184 184 and you're using 24 of that yeah the firebolt module is 100 oh I think and he's i using spending his... my 76 gold. oh gotcha gotcha yeah you're penniless again yes Really, Hortense is the real hero of this campaign. Correct. Anything uh, catch your eye up uh, here, Kier? I want to grab that bag, backpack, the rope, and the shield magitech, but I can cover that myself. Okay. Did you also need the uh, the magitite for the shield, or do you have one? I think the only thing I have was... Well, there were some things I collected from the museum. Yeah, I think those were... Oh, no, yeah, I do have... I have three magitite level ones. So if you want one, I just hand it to you. Okay. So you, you buy the uh, the fire one? Yeah. yeah. All right. Mike is like, ha ha, here you go. Thanks. Jack takes it, kind of takes out his M pistol, uh, releases the Ray of Frost module that was still in there that had zero charges, and puts in the Firebolt module, and winks at yeah. Mike. It dramatically clunks to the floor. Yeah. <laughs> and then it rolls away. And then James is like, well, I guess we'll, I'll pick that up later. Uh, yeah. Thanks. Littering. I will buy a backpack as well as 30 feet of rope. Does he have multiples of those? Yeah. Oh, good, okay. good, 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 good. In that case, I have some some stuff to divvy up to you guys. Woo. Who wants a fog cloud? We're just kind of taking it to hold on for you, right? You can. I'm gonna also going to give you Magitite to potentially use it. Oh. Uh, Harker, you want the fog thing? Sure. Cool. So I hand you one fog cloud, Magitech, and one... 
level one, or, or actually two level one Magitites to potentially use. The enlarge reduce we already used. Um, so I have a, a levitate. Did you want a, a levitate, Jack? Yeah, sure, I'll take that. And I'll also give you a Magitite for it. Okay. And I will, if it's okay with you guys, borrow some money to buy a Cure Wounds and level one Magitite from the guy. Sure. Yeah. That way we um we have more than one healer in case you get taken down. Sounds good. Mike says, thanks again. Thank you. Do you guys need anything else? Do we want to buy his mysterious headset that's obviously not important for our mission and have... not any way uh, a Chekhov's gun? Hey, uh, Mike? Yeah? You know, we just bought a bunch of stuff from you. Do you think we could get a discount on that mysterious headset? Because you don't know what it is. Yeah, you guys are great. Go ahead and roll a persuasion roll. Persuasion. Okay. Alright. I rolled a 17. Uh, yeah, you you can take 10 gold off. Right. So, boys, what do you think? Sounds good to me. We have enough in the bank. Alright. Hercure? Yep. Sounds good. I'll carry it, I guess, since, uh, Nicholas, you don't have much room. I mean, I could put it in the backpack unless you want to... Oh, yeah, you have a backpack. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Why don't you put it in the backpack? All right, our uh, accounting should be good. We have a hundred buckaroos left. <laughs> we need Hortense to find some more, <laughs> more scary monsters to take out. <laughs> it's it's only going to escalate. <laughs> all right, Mike. I think that's all from us. Okay, great. See you guys around. Thanks for your help. Right, yeah. Do you have a business card or a shop or something in case we need to find you again? Yeah. He he hands you a card. Thanks. Thanks, Mick. I mean, Mike. Can I call him Mick? Ah, uh, sure. All right, Mick. Thanks. James comes back and he says, "Yeah, is there is there anything else you guys need?" No, no, James. I think you you've been you've been very helpful. I need to just keep an eye on these people here, make sure they're they're safe from you know stuff going around. Yeah, sounds good. As you guys head out, just be careful. the uh, The fastest way to get to the the station takes you through some some goblin territory. Uh, thanks for the warning. If we are able to get um, Audrey out of there, um, you think it's safe to bring her back here, or, or maybe for a little while? But I think that's something we're going to have to figure out later. She may have some ideas too, but first we got to get her out. All right, yep. Thanks, James. All right. Good luck, guys. Uh, the three of you head out? Yep. Yep. Yeah, the three of you dramatically strap on your new backpacks and various other equipment, and then you head out of the Calimonte neighborhood.
Howdy y'all, this is Joey, your amicable dungeon master. Just going down the SAT vocabulary list. I just wanted to take a second to thank everybody who took the time to leave us a rating and write a review. If you haven't yet, don't worry, there's still plenty of time. So, please do that. Thanks for listening again, catch you guys next week as Hercure Jack and Niklaus encounter some vaguely Slavic goblins.